Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us online is Councillor Michael Sun, who's a member of the Mayoral Committee for the Department of Public Safety. Councillor, very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Um, Michael, please allow me to make a correction. I, I was the former MMC for public safety uh, at one stage. I am now the DA's shadow MMC for public safety. So if you could please bear with me. The DA's, sorry, say this. You did break up there, Michael. Say that again. The DA's. I am now the DA's shadow MMC. Shadow. Shadow yes. MMC for public safety. That's correct. Thank you very much, Michael, for clearing that up, and welcome to the show. Great to have you on board, and of course for clearing up your designation as we go along. Michael, Thank welcome you. once again. Um, so we're looking at uh, this uh, situation, uh, this tragic situation now. We have survivors, we have uh, victims from that devastating, deadly fire which took place in the CBD last week. Now we have to accommodate them, we have to shelter them, and uh, there seem to be issues around uh, them refusing to use shelters provided. Why is that the case? That's right. Um, well, this morning, my colleague, uh, Councillor Belinda Ichizunjoku, she's our corporate leader, and the ward councillor, Councillor Carlos de Rocha, we visited some of the victims that's now being relocated to the Hofland Park Recreation Centre. Um, you know, we're looking at about over 100, about 108 people being accommodated there. Right. Many of the victims refused to go to the so-called uh, temporary emergency accommodations for the reasons that uh, they are afraid that if they leave the uh, the, 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 the building, they yes. may then lose that you know, tenancy in inverted commas. Right. Of course, you know, some parts of the building were not uh, completely burned out. They do want to go back and try to reclaim their belongings. But many people say to us that uh, it's because of the close proximity of where they work. If they were to be relocated somewhere far out, you know, it would become a challenge for In, them to okay. return and work on, on a daily basis. Okay, so... Um the shelters, uh, where exactly are they located or where are they being offered right now? Well, currently there, were, there, there are three uh, um, community centers or recreation centers. Uh, these are really just a big hall, right. of course, with toilets and, and some facilities where the communities can use. So that's where they're being housed. Um, I had a look. Uh, they, they sleep very much in a big um, you know, hall. Uh, on the on the ground, uh, there has been a lot of uh, community members bringing stuff. We certainly bought uh, over a hundred blankets to the members uh, this morning to the victims this mm-hmm. morning so so we 're trying to make you know the transition if you could call it you know from from where they are now right to getting back on their feet, just a little bit more comfortable. Sure. Councillor, sorry, let's just get back to something you mentioned uh, earlier uh, regarding the building they'd like to go back because you, I think I heard you correctly, not every, not the entire building was affected or burned through, but hasn't it as a result been closed? Hasn't it been sealed off? No, absolutely, Michael, you're correct. So the, the building is currently being closed off. Uh, right. It is a, a scene of a uh, fire incident. Uh, once the building has been declared safe to enter, the experts and your technicians will then go in 
try to establish the cause of fire and conduct the investigations and eventually compile a report. But I, I am of the view that the building is condemned, even if right. you know it's uh, being being handed back to the so-called owner of the property. It's not suitable for human habitation and absolute, Indeed. Um, absolutely horrendous. Uh, you can imagine. I mean, 77 people died in that building. I right. can just imagine if anyone wants to go back. Well, that being said, I mean, now the, the, there are those who are wanting to go back, claiming, you know, that it's closer to... How is this being balanced out? Right? How are they being convinced to at least, you know, uh, utilize a shelter that's being uh, provided, despite, as you mentioned, also distances from work? We, we've uh, seen the officials from the city of Jalbuk, you know, from mm-hmm. social development... Uh, and also from human settlements, they are managing that process. And, you know, in fact, when when situations like this arise, be it, you know, a fire or a flood, um, there's always temporary accommodation being mm-hmm. provided. But many of the members that um, who refuse to take up those, those facilities cannot be forced. Mm. In other words, if they refuse to go to a shelter, then they will either go, you know, find family or friends to stay at, you know, even... They will rather stay on the side of the street, as we've seen, that they will wow. wait until yes. this building is mm. opened up and, and find an opportunity to go back. Mm. Councillor, we don't have much time left. Uh, just one right. quick question. Uh, let's just look at the overall situation regarding law about re- the removal of citizens in hijacked buildings. What does the law dictate or outline at this moment? Well, we have the so-called PI Act, the Prevention of Illegal Eviction of uh, um, um, uh, Squatters Act. So it, it is difficult. There is a legal process. Mm-hmm. As a private building owner, you will have to follow the legal process. Certainly, you can uh, lobby for government to be involved. In this case, government were prompt to get involved after the incident. But I think, you know, the, the first thing to go is obviously one, I would recommend strongly go lay a charge at the police station to say to the police there is trespassing. And after that, you know, the civil litigation process must. Um, Proceed. After all, the law requires us to protect our own property. But mm. then, you know, it doesn't mean that the government should just sit back and fold these arms. We must, as collective, ensure that uh, our property owners, our ratepayers, are being looked after. Because Indeed. you can imagine if there's thousands of uh, unlawful occupants in your building, it's right. extremely difficult, never mind expensive, mm. to remove them by way of a legal process. Councillor, we can go on and on about this. So much more to unpack regarding this issue, but unfortunately we're going to have to wrap it up there. Uh, Councillor Michelson, thank you so much for taking the time just to give us some background as to where things stand regarding the survivors, those uh, innocent victims who are now refusing to go to shelters, why they are refusing to do so, the conundrum that uh, everybody that the authorities are dealing with regarding to uh, how to convince them where to stay, where's the best place to stay. And all issues, legal issues, now coming into play, like the legalities around evicting people, as the councillor just mentioned, from hijacked buildings. Councillor Michael Sun, who is the DA's shadow MMC for public safety.